Good morning, Nachum. Good to have Shabbos, everybody. Tomorrow we have the privilege of completing Sefer Bershmos with the two parashios of Vayakil Pekudei. And it is as well Pashas HaChodesh. With Vayakil Pekudei, we complete not only the construction of the Mishkan in the desert, but as the Ramban explains in his introduction to the book of Shemos, we attain true Geula. The book is called the book of our Geula, the book of our redemption. And the redemption comes not when we leave Egypt, not even after we receive the Torah, but only when HaKadosh Baruch Hu becomes our neighbor, he's our shochein. We invite the shechina to dwell in our midst. Ah, then and only then have we attained the status of geula, of redemption. And this helps us with our pining for the third base Migdash, which will come, please God, speedily in our day. In the two parashios, there is, according to the Chinuch, but one mitzvah, and that is at the beginning of Parshas Vayakil, the third verse, Lo sevaru eish and the Chinuch tells us this is the prohibition that the Bezdin does not administer capital punishment on Shabbos, and as a derivative of this, we don't have Bezdin meeting on, uh, on Shabbos. The second Torah reading, that of Parshas HaChodesh, is basically uh, teaching us the laws of Pesach. It's true. This Shabbos, Shabbos Mevorachim Nisan. Next Thursday, Emir Hashem, is Rosh Chodesh Nisan. And just as over 3,500 years ago in Mitzrayim, Hashem spoke to Moshe and said, tell the Jewish people, these are the laws of Pesach. Annually, we read on the Shabbos before Rosh Chodesh Nisan, Parshas HaChodesh, which has the laws of number one, the first Pesach in Mitzrayim, which had many unique aspects to it, such as the placing of the blood on the doorposts and on the lentil. And it is exactly one of those one-time experiences that I wish to focus on this morning because I believe that the message was not only important and powerful then, but for us as well. So I'd like to focus on Shmos, Perak Yud Beis, chapter 12, Pasuk 11. And the Torah says, regarding the manner in which they ate the first Pesach Seder, the first Korban Pesach, the lamb, which was designated four days in advance, slaughtered on the afternoon of the 14th, 
roasted and eaten as dessert on the night of the 15th. Now, the Torah says, This is the manner in which you shall eat it. It is to be, Your loins girded, your belt tightened. The shoes on your feet. The walking staff in your hand. You shall eat it literally in haste. Why? Pesach hu Literally, it is a Pesach offering to Hashem. Now what's going on here? Why are we to rush the eating when after all, Further on, the Torah tells us, Viatem, and you, the Jewish people, Oseitsu Ish, Mi Pesach Beso Ad Boker, no one is to leave their home until the morning. So if we're not leaving until the morning, why are we rushing to wait? So I'd like to share with you a few interpretations that go together. Let's start with the Ebenezra. The Ebenezra says that this is a kindness to of Hashem to the Jewish people, whereby, to quote the Ebenezra, he says as follows, that ta'am, the reason for eating it with haste, is shaloyis akfu, don't delay, God loves the Jewish people and he's hurrying us to eat it because our partaking and eating of the Karban Pesach is going to be a saving for us that the destructor, namely when God will come at mid the night and kill all the firstborn of Egypt, our participating in the eating of the Karban Pesach is a preventative woe. So therefore, just like in the Torah, we have one day of fasting called Yom Kippur, but Hashem says, please eat on the day before. Here, Hashem says, I want you to do this mitzvah. I want you to comply with my directive, making you worthy of being saved, and please hurry up and do it, lest you don't get to do it. So clearly, the chipazo, the haste in which we are doing it, is number one, an incredible act of emuna. What does that mean? All of the celebrations that we attend is for something that happened already. You go to a bris, mazel tov. You sit down to eat after the baby has been circumcised. You go to bar mitzvah after the boy has awakened on his 13th birthday. Now he's a man, mazel tov. He's gotten an aliyah, better. He's told us divrei Torah, better. But just his waking up on the 13th birthday, he's now counted 
and has responsibility towards the Jewish people. Wonderful. And so it is with a wedding. We sit down to celebrate after the ring has been placed on her finger. However, here, what are we celebrating? I don't know. Meaning, I believe that at midnight, God will do this. But he hasn't done it yet. Nothing's happened. We are still slaves in Egypt before mid the night. So this act of emuna, of faith, of bitachon, of relying upon HaKadosh Baruch Hu, this gives us and uh, the, the strength and makes us worthy of surviving the plague of the first killing of the firstborn. So Hashem loves us. Hurry up and do it to make sure that it is done. That is the Eben Ezra. Rashi learns that the Karban is called Pesach. Why? Because of the Diluk, the Psicha, Passover. And he goes on to say, the God passed over the Jewish homes that were located between the Egyptian homes, and he would kill an Egyptian, pass over the Israel home, and therefore not only is the Karban called Pesach, denoting his passing over, but the act as to what's happening at midnight was done in haste. As, interestingly, Go back to Bereshis. And there, when Yosef is called to come to interpret Pharaoh's dreams in Parshas Miketz, so the Torah tells us that as soon as Pharaoh is informed by the butler that there is in jail this individual who knew how to interpret dreams, the Torah tells us that min habor. they didn't just bring Yosef to Paro, but they hurried him out of jail. Now what does that mean? Says the Sapurno on the spot. This is a forerunner and a precursor to us that all the Yeshuos, all the victories, all of the salvations that Hashem does for us comes about in a manner of haste. Look in the Megillah that we just read on Purim. You have this idea of Maharu, hurry up and bring Haman. The concept of Hashem's salvation comes most quickly. And finally, let's take a look at the Sipurno in Parshas Re'eh, the Kriyas Torah that we're going to read, please God, on Achron Shal Pesach, chapter 16 in Devarim and Pasuk Gimel. The Torah says that at the time that you bring the Korban Pesach, you are not permitted to eat chametz. And for seven days, the Torah continues to eat matzah, lechem, oni, 
all right? And which is the bread of affliction. And the Pasuk concludes, because in haste, quickly, you left Egypt, and you should remember the day you left Egypt, as we say every morning and evening in the Shema, third paragraph, Hashem took us out of Egypt. Says the Sapurno, what's the idea of Chipazo, of haste? Because the bread was baked in haste. When you left Egypt, there was no time to bake the bread. And therefore, as reward for our baking bread in haste in Egypt, God responded in kind and took us out of Egypt in Chipazo. Amazing. The idea is that there is isorusa dilasata, which means man's act down here affects isorusa dilaela, affects that which is happening upstairs. And if you take a look in the Nefesh Achayim and the beginning of chapter 4 in the first Sha'ar, so, Rab Chaim has a very exciting interpretation to the Mishnah, first Mishnah of the second Perik of Ovos. And there, Rebbe says, concluding the Mishnah, Da, you should know, what is literally above you. And what is above you? A watchful eye an attentive ear, and all your deeds are recorded in a book. That's the literal translation. Says Reb Chaim Da Malamala, if you want to know what's going on upstairs, Mimcha, it comes from you. Don't think, who am I? I'm insignificant. I'm a nobody. No, you are a somebody, and you're an important somebody. And what you do is reckoned upstairs and given not just recognition, but the way you act, that's the way they act towards you in Shemayim. An incredible idea. We are all very much now completely in the Pesach mode. But we're buying, how we're cleaning. The focus is on that very special Yom Tov, which is forthcoming. And a person shouldn't think what I do, how significant is it? The answer is, just be aware that there is this eye watching, this ear listening, and all of your actions are recorded in a book upstairs. And in accordance with your actions, that's the way he will reward us. And think that what you're doing is not just for your house, that you should not have chametz, that you should eat shmura matzah, but what you're doing has a global effect for all of Judaism. Hatzlacha Rabbah, in this very special avodah of preparing for Pesach. Shabbat Shalom to all.